Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. La rifa, Nagy, el corredor, Pickett, bajo centro, se la queda Pickett. Entregan a la izquierda el pase, es a la zona anotación de parte de Claypool y es un touchdown de Pittsburgh. Claypool de quarterback a Derek Watt, la ofensiva canadiense en su máxima expresión. ¿Dónde había estado este tipo de jugadas? Se felicita con, sus, eh, con los coaches en el, acá en el palco de al lado. Realmente, esta es la ofensiva de Matt Canada. Entrega con Claypool, que parecía que iba a correr el ovoide, y después termina lanzando con el brazo izquierdo. Con el brazo izquierdo. Wow. Con Am el I, brazo I, izquierdo, porque no había de otra. No. Increíble. 13 jugadas, 75 yardas, 7 minutos y medio. And of course, this is none other than the great Alvaro Martin, the Steelers' Spanish play-by-play -play game day broadcaster. Doing the play-by-play, -play, and you've got also your pal Arturo Carlos. He's the color man. But, Alvaro, thank you for joining us in the locker room. I'm excited to have you here. Pleasure to be here, Wolf and Max. That was a two-double espresso call. Imagine if we had had two cups of double espresso, <laughs> what that may have sounded like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you are a fellow man of the caffeine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't do the Red Bull stuff, but straight coffee, black, no sugar, uh, heavy, heavy, uh, heavily, heavily roasted. You've got, you know, call me. I'm ready. Anytime. Well, Max says he's been practicing his Spanish. He's ready for it. He lives in the Valley. Yes. I mean, he lives in the Valley, so he's got a lot more exposure to it, Craig. You know, that's the funny <laughs> yeah. part. You know, I think I, I think in, in, the, in Pittsburgh, I believe there's like 20,000 people of Hispanic descent only. It's a town without Spanish speakers. Uh, when you go to other parts of the country, it's, it's very different. But that's why you need to have someone with whom to practice so you can kind of loosen up your tongue and, and get going. But now that Mexico's part of, quote, our local market, you've got an incentive there. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, Wolf, you, you, I, need, I need you to pick it up. I need you to either <laughs> figure out something So what your you're free time. What you're saying Come is just watching Dora the Explorer is not going to get it, right? With my no, girls. no, I yeah. think I think that no, anything is a start. You know, <laughs> Dora the Explorer yeah. getting a Spanish-speaking, you know, a, you know, girlfriend, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever works for you. It's it's definitely a, an option. I just think you have to get over the idea that you're going to make a fool out of yourself because I think people 
that listen to you know that it's your second language actually appreciate the effort rather than laugh at the outcome. Yeah, I think I think that I think that's apropos. All right, Alvaro, <clears throat> I got one for you. Okay, so here we go. Here's what I'm gonna work on. Okay, since since we're here, I'm gonna work on my intro for when you do come in, you do come back on the show. Uh, and I want I want I need you to grade it for me because obviously I have not spoken Spanish in a while. Even though I am around a lot a lot of Spanish speakers, you know, you, there's that comfort level, especially when you know somebody's native. It's like when you know somebody's pro. And you're and you you are you are at the you you know the pop Warner level. You don't want to feel like you know, so you you want to ask beforehand. But I, I haven't found the comfort yet to go ahead and practice this in front of some of my Spanish speaking friends. So I figure, why not make a fool out of myself on national radio with you, Alvaro? Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> before, uh, so this is like practice. So I so if we so if we were throwing back to the intro of the show here here here's. Me going through the process, even though I I took Spanish all the way through college. So I mean, because I lived in Florida, so I felt like it was a very necessary language, and I, and I was pretty good back in the day. But obviously, a lot of football, a lot of hits, that has not progressed the way that I'd like to, because I've forgotten to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, but here's here's my best off the cuff. If we were throwing the show back to the beginning, so just bear with me. Bienvenido de nuevo en el vestuario nos acompaña con Wolf y Starks, Alvaro Martín. How's that sound? Wow. Wonderful. First of all, the okay. energy level, okay. yes. perfect. Perfect pitch. Perfect. Okay. The second thing you do very, very well, and you can tell you've been speaking or exposed to it very, very well, the vowel sounds are flat. So okay. A is ah. It's not ah. It doesn't glide. Ah. Oh, oh is oh, not oh. And so when you got go. that part of Spanish, that's half the battle. If you can sharpen those vowels and just make them flat, you almost okay. sound like a local. Tapers, you sounded okay. good, Max. Man. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. I'm getting okay. back on my babble, guys. I'm okay, getting back so on my babble. I got I to gotta throw mine good. in, and it's really poor. Sierra La Puerta. That's all I remember from oh, the Spanish class. <laughs> That, that's wonderful. And that, you know, if you want privacy, that's exactly what you have to say, which is close the door. <laughs> and, and notice that Craig, notice that Craig didn't add another word for emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was it. That was it. That was, that it. was he it. Just, let, let's, let's just get it. Yeah. I mean, at least you didn't say hola. What, what, I think, what I think we should do, though, now that we've got this, um, you know, local market initiative in Mexico, is I think we need to bring – Yinzer language classes to Mexico. Wow. Can, can yes. you have Yinzer Mexican? Can you yes, do that? I think we should try that. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, you know, it's as much yeah. learning from them as them learning from what Pittsburgh's like. And I think that that's something to, to think about. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, l- listen, I like that because, you know, I've gone down and done some of the uh, some of the Steelers camps down, down in, in Mexico. Right. We went down to Mexico City. And uh, and it, uh, we had a blast. That was tremendous. Um, you know, Luis and company putting that together for us to go and have that outreach to reach you know our, our Spanish market. And I loved it. I had I had a blast. And you know, it made it, it made me go back into into my into my Rosetta Stone classes. And my wife was like, "What what are you doing?" I was like, "I was like, I'm getting ready to go to Mexico, hun. Just leave <laughs> me alone. I want to speak like a local." And it, it failed miserably because. 
once I got down there, I was I was obviously with like Bud Dupree, Rocky Blyer, and Donnie yeah. Shell. So I was like, I was with them the majority, and I'm like, I'm like, hola, and they're like, huh? What's up, Max? <laughs> I'm like, all right, you okay. Know, a so, lot of a lot of yeah, a, a lot of Steelers fans, you know, see the Mexican flag at all the games, and and they 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 know it's popular in Mexico, but they don't know why. And the story, as yeah. I told Craig, is right in the early 70s, or maybe mid-70s, mid right around the time of the Steelers from getting really, really good. Um, the two major broadcast networks in Mexico landed right to the NFL and put them on broadcast TV to the entire nation. So they had two games on, each had two games on Sunday, and any night game at the time, or any off game, would also be broadcast. Hmm. So in essence, it was Sunday ticket before the satellites were launched for okay. DirecTV. It was a market yeah. that had the most NFL games available to it anywhere in the world, wow. including the United wow. States. And at that time, guess who was winning? Steelers. Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. That's and right. so it, now you're, talking, you're talking about there's now a third generation of Steelers fans. In other words, grandpa became a Steelers fan, then my dad or my mom, and then we are. And that's what we're talking about. It's a country of 125 million people. Football is not the number one sport, but it's a very big sport. And it attracts some of the most educated and most aware uh, segments of the population. And within that group of steers, I mean, Mexico City, let me put it this way. Mexico City alone, if you include fans of all teams, Mexico City has more NFL fans than 26 NFL markets. Wow. That's a lot. I mean, just look, just to give you a sense of scale, and I want to throw you, this is not a number that I know for a fact, but I understand this is probably the case. Um, there are probably, there are more people signed up to the Steelers fan uh, page on Facebook in Mexico than in the entire southwestern corner of the state of Pennsylvania. Wow. Boy. So think about it. That yeah. page you sign up for on Steelers page on Facebook, there are more fans yeah. signed up in Mexico, not just Pittsburgh, not just Allegheny County. I'm talking about the whole corner of the state. Mm -hmm. And there are more in Mexico. Wow, that is that's impressive. Why it, that's, the, that's the potential. And that market has just been literally shoved and moved to the Pennsylvania-West Virginia border. It's literally now a local Pittsburgh market. So I think from that standpoint, you begin to see the potential. Alvaro, talk a little bit about what drew you to the Steelers yourself. It, it sounds like it's a family generational thing, but also the fact that you, you, you're into broadcasting and you are broadcasting the games. Yeah. So tell us about that journey. Yeah. I've been doing that uh, announcing for about 30 years. I grew up in Puerto Rico. Uh, the, my first exposure to the NFL is Armed Forces Radio. There was a station at a Navy base east of the island and uh, I used to joke that the guy programming the games must have been a Baltimore Colts fan because every week <laughs> you heard the Baltimore Colts game. Now, they were pretty good at the time. You know, mid to late 70s, Burt Jones, uh, Austin Carr, Lytle Mitchell. Yep. You had all those guys. Um, but that's my first exposure. Then I came to the States, been living there since, since, since high school, um, and then entered into announcing kind of by mistake. I was more of a consultant corporate consultant and somebody put a headset on me had me watch a college game just kind of say no just get into booths you can get a feel for it and the guy next to me who i had never met turns to me and says well i got alvaro martin next to me your thoughts on the first half 
And I'm like, are you kidding me? Luckily, at the time, nobody was watching. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, it was the, the beginning of cable television in Latin America. No one was watching, thank goodness. Yeah. Anyway, that's when it started. And I've been doing that for 20-some years. And then the Steelers called me, I believe, I believe in 2018. Uh, the season already started. And I became part of this team. There's, we're a team of announcers. And again, it's a very unusual setup. I think the Niners have something like this. But it's very unusual. Every effort in another language so far comes out of the fact that you have a native population that speak, speaks another language in your region. So you have a local radio station. Pittsburgh doesn't. And so what the, Pittsburgh's done is create something digitally from the outset. And that's incredible. I mean, it's an incredible achievement that you don't have a local economic commercial base that makes, makes the economics of the broadcast happen. Instead, you've always been based on creating a broadcast for consumption mainly overseas. Huh. And that's incredible. And it survived. It's been going on now for 15, almost 20 years. And I just joined 2018, so it's a tremendous effort on the part of the team. I think it recognizes what I told you about, that great fan base, probably the number one fan base in Mexico is Steelers fans. And I think great things are coming. Um, I believe that. Um, and it's going to be interesting. And I think those are going to be resources that the team can use, not on salary, obviously, because that's kind of set by the league, but on development, coaching staff. Um, it may actually even have an impact on the field down the road. So it's really interesting. We'll see what happens. No, absolutely, Alvaro, and 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 I think I think what what's also you know with you know with that is that you have once again an organization that sees the value of its fan base and wants to make sure that they are doing their best to keep them engaged and to make sure that they're receiving the proper attention necessary. Like you said. I mean, knowing how, how, how long this effort's been going on for, you know, a decade and a half plus. And also, like you said, the outreach opportunities of making sure that there's a presence there from the Steelers sending legends and also current players down there to perform kind of not necessarily goodwill, but to, to run like the little camps and the autograph sessions and, you know, the opportunities to engage with players, um, you know, and obviously the NFL's intent, right? Because there there's – was it is it next week or in two weeks the Cardinals go down and play and play yep. in a stadium Azteca? Um, yeah, they play the Niners, you know, which is the first the recreation of the first game they played regular season there, which I called by the way. That was a, an amazing experience. Wow! Um, but I, I, I That's think pretty awesome. I, I have to say a couple of things. You know, there, there's a salary cap for players. There is no salary cap for data analysts. Uh, you know, coaches. Uh, to resources that allow the team to get better. That's up to each team. And there's an arms race going on that no one's talking about. Hmm. You know, teams are really beefing up on a lot of stuff that's not covered by salary rules or limits in the league. And so having resources is important. That's why Acrisure coming in and really boosting the revenue per year, that's important for Pittsburgh. Uh, this effort in, in Mexico, which I believe will be the first – but not the last. Uh, as you know, there is a German language podcast produced for the Steelers every, every week. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are efforts moving in different directions, in different languages in the future. I don't oh. think, I think Spanish is just going to be the logical one, but it will not be the last. And that's a beautiful thing. And going back to your point, I think of the Toronto Raptors in the NBA. Mm-hmm. 
when they started, there were two teams in Canada. One folded. It looked pretty shaky. The group in charge plowed through, put up through some, some really tough years. 20 years later, not only did they win the championship, but in doing so, it, it turned Canada into a basketball country. Huh. So the idea that some, this is the beginning of an effort to turn Mexico into more of an American football country, less of a football, meaning soccer country. It takes baby steps, and the NFL is very good at making solid steps, not quick steps, but solid steps from which they don't retreat. And I think this is what, what's beginning to happen. And to be part of that effort, personally, my mission is to create football fans out of soccer fans. I always tell my broadcast partner, there is no such thing as a dumb question. There's no such thing. That, what you yeah. think is a dumb question is a soccer fan dipping their toes into football, and they are welcome. <laughs> yeah. Alvaro, they are most absolutely. welcome. I got to say this. There's no dumb questions, but there are dumb answers, and I'm fully capable of giving them. <laughs> well, you know, my dad used to say the only dumb question is the one you ask twice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yes. Now, Alvaro, let's let's move to what do you see going on at, at the games you've broadcast? What do you see going on with the Steelers now? Let's get your purview. Well, obviously transition at all levels. You know, GM, quarterback, uh, you know, leadership, internal leadership that hasn't been sorted out. When right after the Cleveland game on a Thursday night, they had a mini bye week, and my sense from what I read and what I saw and what I you know, heard is that the focus was on offense, justifiably so. I think that's still a focus on the team. But I believe this bye week, they're going to spend as much time, if not more, on defense. Um, I know they're going to get T.J. back, hopefully, yeah. uh, for the New Orleans games, and that certainly will kind of right the ship a bit. But there are signs that the defense is not holding up its end, and that wasn't part of the deal. I think the assumption was Stephen's going to be solid, if not great, uh, and that will help this young quarterback or, or the new quarterback, Mitch or, or, or Kenny, right. kind of navigate through getting, getting a hold of the team. On offense, I think there are two aspects, I think, that are that going to come to mind. We saw, we've seen Kansas City. We even saw Miami use some of the same, same ideas that, that the Pittsburgh often uses with pre-snap movement. Obviously, you're going to tell me, oh, they've got, they've got Tyreek Hill and they've got Waddle. They're much more dangerous or accomplished weapons than what Pittsburgh may have. I think Pittsburgh has a lot of weapons. They have enough. But when you have an offense like that, it has to be choreographed. It has to be perfectly coordinated. The jet sweep, the guy has to be walking in front of the quarterback right. or a step or two away from the quarterback at the snap to, to sell the possible jet sweep. Everything has to be coordinated. When that is not coordinated, and you start getting penalties and snafus and mispositions, that's controllable. That's when they talk about Steelers versus Steelers. And I think that's, that's going to be the focus of this week. Hey, listen, let's not make that mistake. But the other thing that I notice, and this is, I don't know if you guys feel the same way because you're the experts. Um, when I see the pass plays being designed, they're designed for safety. In other words, catch the ball, run out of bounds. Or catch the ball, and you're going to get, get tackled because of the way you, where you are in the field. Very few pass plays are the, the type that you catch the ball, and the ball's thrown in front of you, and you have a possibility to gain yards after the catch. Very few by design 
You don't see a lot of slants. You don't see a lot of those plays. And those are the ones that I'm like, wow, where are they? I mean, by design. It's not like the players have a chance to do that, and it never works. It's that you don't see that by design. So it's a very safe, let's not lose the ball. Let's not give up the ball. Catch the ball by the sideline. Everything by the sideline. Catch the ball on, on a curl, and you know the defense is going to be there. Unless they miss the tackle, you don't have a chance to add to that. And so that's the second element of the offense. Now, on defense, look, when you've got a three three five, you're not going to pressure the quarterback. You are going to stop the run, and you hope that you can confuse or, or keep the offensive line, opposing offensive line, busy enough so that your secondary can do something and touch some balls and, you know, defend some passes and maybe even intercept a few. I mean, it's a whole different concept when you install that. And this idea that, oh, you know, they're not pressing the quarterback. Look, they can't by design. Mm. It's very hard. Very, very hard when you have a 3-3-5. You have one less guy going at it. Beyond the quality of the, of the, the uh, pass rush, it's just one less body. So you're playing a different game. They, do, they stop the run very well. Um, they force teams to do the whole matriculate down the field. Give me 10, 12, <laughs> Hank Stram. You know, 10, 12, 15 yeah. plays. Yeah, Hank Stram is my guy. You know, walk it, walk it down the field. See if you make a mistake. See if you don't convert a third down. See if you get penalized. And so they're doing that right now to, to kind of tread water. Now, TJ comes back, and then you have to make choices. And, 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 and the other thing, going back to, to offense for a second, I don't know how you feel about it, but every time that Derek Watt is on the field on offense, pretty good things happen. Mm-hmm. And when you look at fullbacks in the, in the NFL right now, they're either on teams that value the blocking as an element of their offense, San Francisco, or need one because of the lightness and the execution of their offensive line, read Miami. And so every time Derek's on the field, good things happen. I agree with and maybe you, that line just needs another block. I agree with you. I've long, I've long said, you know what, put that bull-necked, thick, flat-headed, Pancake smearing second level linebacker guy out there, Derek Watt, because he is he is tough. He is one of those guys that can catch the ball. We saw him with the touchdown and everything. No, I I like it. I hope I hope and pray that uh, we use a little more Derek Watt at fullback. I just I love the guy. I, I love what he brings. You know, when to you the, have when you have Kenny Pickett as the as a lead runner on short yardage situations, that's okay. That's another set of hits it's going to take. Um. So it's going to be interesting to see what they come out come out of. I think the the, the coordination, the, the choreography of that offense, hopefully, will be cleaned up. That's one thing we have to worry about. But then the projection, it's where are the slant passes? Where's the catching the ball and on the run, the ball's ahead of me, and I add 10, 15, 30 yards to that catch. It, it's it's station to station, it's point to point, and so that's why Pittsburgh has the fewest yaks yards after the catch <laughs> both on a gross level and on a on a per pass uh, level and the team they're 32nd the 31st team i think was seattle and they were much better than pittsburgh it's almost by design it's it, they're, they're so concerned about ball control and safety that they're not putting players in a situation to add yards and so that's something that they that i would love to see hey catch the ball and keep going 
Yeah, no, a- absolutely. I think, you know, and, and that's something that we also call the explosive plays, right? You want to see those long extra plays, and that's something I hopefully during the bye week they start to clean that up a little bit more. But, Alvaro, this has been awesome having you on. I look forward to it. Hopefully we can make this a more routine conversation. This was tremendous, and we appreciate it. And for everybody out there, this is Alvaro Martin, who is the Spanish play-by-play uh, for the Steelers broadcast in Espanol um, on the Steelers radio broadcast network. And you can catch him every game day uh, presenting the game for us. You know, it, it, it's it's tremendous, and we get to travel together. We've also shared Ubers together, uh, <laughs> getting from places. Um, and it's great to have you on the airwaves as well, Alvaro. We look forward to it. Hopefully we'll be able to get you on next week as well, and we can talk some more um, and continue this conversation. I think this is great for the platform and having you uh, a part of the Steelers radio family. Have a great rest of your day. Well, Wolf and Max, thank you very much. And, and I know you're, you're really working very hard to get a double-pane glass between your booth and mine, so my noise doesn't feed into your mic. But I don't think it'll <laughs> yeah. make that out. Yeah. Hey, but as long as it's transparent, we can always wave. <laughs> Absolutely. You're great, Alvaro. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank uh, you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. All right. All right. That was Alvaro Martin for us. That was a great conversation, Wolf. It and, was. Um, he's, a, he's an yeah. excellent dude. I really like Elvaro. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Love Elvaro. And he also has great coffee recommendations up yes. in the booth. So yes. I, I appreciate no that as well. All right. We're going to step aside and then come back to you. We're going to continue to talk about bye week. We're going to continue to talk about some of the things that are necessary for growth. I thought Elvaro also. And we'll also talk about Elvaro's comments because I thought they were very poignant and something that we can add to the conversation. So we'll step aside and come back. You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union at 5.25% APY. It's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.